The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. In life, there are things that confront us, but I know who to go to in prayer. And when I know not what to pray for, the Spirit takes over from there. Praying in the Spirit in a brand new tongue, speaking to my Father in the Son and with the heart believing that the answers come. Praying in the Holy Ghost Groaning in the Spirit Is the sweetest way For the Spirit knows my Father's will And thus He prays my soul And my body are left standing dumb when I'm praying in the Spirit In a brand new tongue When the Spirit He makes intercession There's no cause at all For despair For He Knows the mind of my father, and he specializes in prayer. Praying in the spirit in a brand new tongue, speaking to my father in the sun and with. Heart believing that the answers come, praying in the Holy Ghost, groaning in the Spirit is the sweetest way, for the Spirit knows my Father's will, and thus He prays my soul. And my body are left standing dumb When I'm praying in the Spirit In a brand new tongue My soul and my body are left standing dumb When I'm praying in the Spirit In a brand new tongue
This is the hour of anointing, and I'm David Ingalls. On the last broadcast, we talked about how John was born, and, you know, it was during the time when Herod the Great ruled Judea. Uh, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He belonged to Abijah's section. His wife was Elizabeth, and uh, they were spiritually spotless, the, uh, the word says about them. They had, But they had no children, and see, that was a shame in that day for a lady not to have a child or to have children. And it says both of them were very old, too, so that means that just uh, chronologically they were very old. Zechariah, he had a job. He was serving as a priest before God in his particular section. And um, so uh, he went into the holy place of the temple sanctuary of the Lord God. There was a large group of people outside, and they were praying at the time the incense was being offered. Then standing on the right side of the incense table, an angel of the Lord God appeared to Zechariah. When Zechariah saw this angel of the Lord, he was disturbed and overcome with fear. But the angel said to him, Zechariah, don't be afraid. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will give birth to a son. You will name him John. You'll be very happy. Many people will rejoice because of his birth. John will be a great man in the presence of the Lord God. He'll never drink wine or liquor. Even at the time when he's being born, he'll be filled with the Holy Spirit, and he'll help many people turn back to the Lord their God. John himself will go ahead of the Lord in a powerful way like Elijah. And he'll have the same forceful spirit that Elijah had. He'll make peace between fathers and their children. And he'll bring those people who are not obeying God back to the right way that people should think. He'll make ready a people for the coming of the Lord. Okay, that's the angel of the Lord. So everything's all right so far. <laughs> uh, Zechariah then, so now Zechariah speaks. He said to the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is old, too. You know, uh, tell me, I just see a rebuke from the Lord to you and I, or to any one of us, who says, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too busy, I'm too poor, I'm too, you know, uh, uh, uneducated, I'm too this, I've, I have no experience. You see, because you're going to see here that, that this person got a rebuke from the Lord. Zechariah said, now this is, this is what you call an NC. Everybody say NC. Those two letters, NC. That means negative confession. So this was an NC. How can I be sure of this, angel? I'm an old man and my wife is old too. The angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand before God. God sent me to talk to you and tell you this good news. Well, that's the kind of news you get in God's presence. God's always talking good. So he's been in the presence of the Lord, the, the angel Gabriel. Now listen, and, and there's a real emphatic here. Now listen, you won't be able to talk until the day when these things occur. So see, he got a rebuke there. He's not going to be able to talk now. You'll lose your speech because you didn't believe what I told you. And I see another analogy here, that if you and I talk unbelief, now we may not lose our physical voice as such, but we're going to lose our spiritual voice. We may be saying some things that when we really want to, Say some nice and meaningful things, but it's not going to have any effect. Because you see, uh, a double-minded man's unstable in all of his ways, and that's expressed through the voice. He said, because you didn't believe what I told you, you're going to lose your speech. Nevertheless, these things will come true in their proper time. Outside, the people were waiting for Zechariah. They were so surprised that he was staying so long inside the sanctuary, the temple sanctuary. He came outside, but he couldn't speak to them. In other words... They could get no communication from him. 
Then the people realized that he had seen a vision inside the holy place. Zechariah couldn't speak. He could only make signs to the people. When his time of service was over, he went home. Later, Elizabeth, Zechariah's wife, became pregnant. Well, now see, we got to back up to the very first here because he said, your prayer's been heard. That's what the angel said. Your prayer's been heard. So see, we've got to well assume that Zechariah had prayed, oh God, give us a baby. Give us a son. Give us a child. Because... Uh, uh, Zechariah uh, uh, greeted his wife, or he went home to uh, uh, Elizabeth. She became pregnant, and she did not go out of her house for five months. She said, look what the Lord God has done for me. My people were ashamed of me. But now the Lord God has taken that shame away, and I want you to know that you're not too old to be used of God. You're not too young to be used of God. You're not too far down the road in in your life's pursuits to serve God and to obey him. I tell you, God wants to do miracles for you, in you, through you. And I dare say that you, that you're pregnant with a miracle right now, that there's prayers that you have prayed already. And that's what I see in this also is that this also bespeaks to me of a picture of prayer. See, prayer seeds are prayed. You don't see anything in the physical immediately necessarily when you pray a prayer. Sometimes certainly the, the manifestation comes immediately. Certainly. But many times, in fact, I'd say most of the time that I prayed, it didn't necessarily, I didn't just see it come like that. There's some kind of a period here. And uh, it's kind of like, in, in, in a way, it's kind of a picture of being pregnant, as it were. Okay, because really, it's up to you. The power of life and death of that prayer is in your tongue. In other words, you can abort that out. And I believe that's why that he uh, shut Zechariah's mouth, so he would not abort the plan of God and the thing that really that he had prayed for. It's not a matter. God had a big plan that I'm going to just do bad things. This guy take off his speech and everything because uh, he's going to ruin my plan. No, Zechariah had prayed for a child. He had asked God for this. And so basically, you know, uh, just through the ignorance of not knowing uh, uh, what not to say, uh, you know, you, you can uh, get a whine in your spirit, a whine in your soul, a whine in your voice, and you may be thinking you're talking business, but what you're doing is whining. And that's what God, God spoke to me through this. He spoke to me and and so uh, this is something that I know that, that has helped me and is helping me right now uh, to quit whining. Just shut up. There are just some things you just need to get quiet and don't say anything about it. And I told you in that other broadcast about these natives where they were hunting, they were looking for food, their land is in drought, the people are starving, and they're out hunting, and they see a giraffe. One throws a spear, hits a giraffe. He wounds him. The giraffe though, starts running, and those long legs can go a long ways, and they're strong. So now these... Uh, these natives, they are, they are tracking the giraffe. And so the first night, they didn't catch up with the giraffe yet, but they're tracking and trailing him. They're all sitting around. I'm watching this documentary, see, on the TV. This is a documentary. And uh, they're all sitting around the fire, gazing in the fire. And this voiceover, like the narrator of this documentary, says, uh, no one is allowed to speak because they believe if they speak and talk about the hunt, that it gives energy to the giraffe. It will give energy to the giraffe. I thought, oh, what a spiritual lesson. We need to just shut up and quit giving energy to the giraffes and to the things that would steal and to, and to keep us from eating sumptuously at the table of the Lord. So this is the lesson. Uh, speak in line with God's word. And, and, and you, you've got prayers that are there. And, and I'd say, oh, God, forgive me for all of the whining I've been doing. 
and I'm just going to pray in the Spirit, and I'm going to speak God's Word. I'm going to give you praise. And when I'm tempted to even lean over this way and make comments this way or that way about the, you know, the situation at hand, the business, on the job, and the home, I'm just going to shut up. I'm not going to give any energy to the enemy, but I am going to give energy to the Spirit of God to work in me, through me, for me, and for God to have his way in my life. Well, our time's gotten by today, but I trust that you were blessed today to see that it is very important that when we pray our prayer, or even where we are, I know we've all done this. We're all guilty of this. So let's just ask God to forgive us for wrong words. And those prayers, I believe, because see what happened when Mary came to see Elizabeth. It said she greeted her, and the child kicked, or the child moved, see, inside Elizabeth. And uh, so, praise God, you know, your greeting can even cause somebody's prayer to be re-energized. So let my greeting today energize you today. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.